0: Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Redemption Life Church. Listen as Pastor Michael Cox teaches on What Are You Thinking? Part 2, Strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10. Here's the sermon, starting in verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Verse five, we are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Now, you see today, we have some blocks back here. These blocks are... Not very scary at this point, and they're probably not going to get too scary today because I can only build so many during this time, but this is going to represent something we're going to talk about in a few minutes. Look at Proverbs 21, 22, a wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold that they trust. So our weapons are not of the flesh, but they're spiritual, and they can destroy fortresses. Other translation says destroy strongholds, okay? And I love this in Proverbs, because it says through wisdom, A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. So when we talk about strongholds, go ahead and start stacking those up, Philip, if you will. When we talk about strongholds, um, there are strongholds over cities. Uh, You know, The strongholds in which they trust. You can look at cities, and if you really studied different cities for a period of time, you could find what that city's stronghold is. There are cities that are prevalent, like like this city is off-the-charts opiate addiction, right? That city's stronghold in which they trust is that addiction, right? Right? There's cities that. What what are some like the the city of lights, the, the you know, no Vegas. I mean, what's the stronghold of Vegas, right? It's greed, right, and and the love of money and all those things. And people go there and they put all their trust in that. Okay, and there's it even goes back to sports teams. There's cities that we know of that are predominant. They've got amazing sports teams. I mean, Knoxville may be one of them. Not that they have awesome sports teams, but we still love the sports teams. You know what I mean? And they are, they do have the longest rec- winning record in college football right now. I mean, I just thought I'd throw that out there. So but there's cities that are known for sports. I mean, Los Angeles, right? Always has sports. And then you got Hollywood, you got all these things. These cities are known for these strongholds that they put their trust him, and you could find cities, and you could find those things, and, and not, it's not like there's one thing, and everything else is gone, but you can see predominant strongholds in cities. You can also see predominant strongholds in families. I'll never forget, um, we were doing a, a, a camp for students, and we were asking the students like, what is the assignment on your family? And it was amazing. The students would come with these amazing assignments that they just believed the Holy Spirit showed them. Like, this is why our, the question was, why is your family on the earth? And they would tell us these amazing mandates that their family were on the earth to accomplish. And then we would ask them, why do you think you're not? And one after the other, we would see these students, teenage students, tell us different reasons why their family wasn't fulfilling their assignment on the earth. And it went back to strongholds. One said, Money. Just money. Our family loves money. This is a teenager. I know we're called to do all this stuff. I see this assignment for our family, but our family really loves money, and this family is wealthy and prosperous and has lots of stuff, but they're not doing what this teenage boy saw that his family would be doing, and so one after the other, we saw these kids tell us what the strongholds were. They didn't use that language, but that's what they were telling us, what we put our trust in. What has taken the place of faith in our lives? And we've built our lives around this thing that we put our trust in. So we can't go to city walls and tear down strongholds until we deal with family walls. And we can't deal with family walls until we deal with personal walls. It's amazing to me how many times in talking with parents, they're like, my kids are struggling with this. My dog's struggling with this. Come on, your dog even will get it. Your dog will get it. If your hamster, gerbil, turtle, goldfish, dog, son, daughter, cat, husband, boyfriend, all have anxiety, y'all may have something going on there. If everybody's fearful, you may have something going on there. And so we've got these strongholds. We've got these things that we put our trust in. And that's what defines what a stronghold is. But the weapons of our warfare are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying speculations and every lofty lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. We're taking every thought Captive, Isaiah twenty six three. The steadfast of mind, you will keep in perfect peace because he trusts in you. So when we trust in him, we're steadfast of mind and we have perfect peace when we trust in him. But we trust in lies. We trust in other things that come up in Mark chapter ten. You know the story of the they they call it the rich young ruler. That's what the title will say in your Bible. I love what Damon Thompson says. It really should say the poor young pauper. Because he had a bunch of money. But he came to Jesus and he said, what do I have to do? And Jesus said, you know, do this, this, and this. Keep, you know? And he said, well, I've done that since my youth. And then Jesus started messing with his stronghold. He said, well, you like this one thing. Go and sell everything that you have and give it to the poor and come follow me. And the man went away sad because he had a lot of money, but he didn't have a lot of faith, so he was a poor pauper, not a young rich ruler, right? Jesus goes on to tell his disciples one who trusts in money, it's almost impossible for them to enter into the kingdom of heaven. It's near impossible. And so it's not that you have money, it's that you trust money. It's that you trust things in this world. You trust, you know, I love, um, Bill Johnson was talking the other week. You can, some of these strongholds in cities are amazing things. They're highlights of the city. They're great gifts. They're great blessings. They're great additions to our lives. They would be great ways that we could have enjoyment and we could find encouragement and fellowship and just enjoying some things, but we make them things that we put our trust in. We make some crazy things what we put our trust in, and it is almost impossible to enter the kingdom of heaven when we put our trust in other things. Strongholds are hiding places. Philip, get behind that wall there. There you go. <laughs> I told you it wasn't going to be an ominous wall. But it's the best I could do right now. So, here's what happens when we build strongholds. The, the picture of that is like in castles. Castles. Can y'all see over here? I to move this table, don't I? Probably. Just back everything up. Mm, how about now? That's good? So, the picture is castles, okay? And so, um, kings and queens and the royal family, they would get into their stronghold. They would get into their castle. They would get into their fortified place and you would not even be able to see them never mind attack them okay and they could launch attacks from that place and you can't even see them you can't even recognize them so the demonic is hiding inside of your corrupted thought processes and he is able at will To launch attacks from the inside. That's not a good thing, by the way. He's inside, you can't see him, you don't recognize him, you don't know it's happening, but he is just, he has free reign in your life because you've made a fortified place for him to hang out in safety by corrupted thought processes. He hangs out there. Thinking incorrectly not only empowers the enemy, but it gives him a place to hide. He hides in the thought processes. It's thinking of a problem without a redemptive solution. He hides in that. It's a lie. I love this quote. I've heard this so many places, but fear... Will always attract whatever information is needed to legitimize its existence. Fear will always attract whatever information is needed to legitimize its existence. Has anybody heard that? Heard that about fear? What about jealousy? See, I just thought this week, I heard that quote again, I thought, You know, I could probably interchange that with a lot of things. Jealousy will always attract whatever information is needed to legitimize its existence. Greed will always attract whatever information. If we have a love of money, if we put our trust in money, we will always have thoughts that help multiply See, this is just a tip of the iceberg. This is like just a little foundation. Some of us got strongholds up to the ceiling. And what happens is, is we start having these thoughts. We start having these thoughts of greed. We start having these thoughts of, and it's born out of fear and lack, right? And we think we have to self-preserve and we have to take care of ourselves, and we have to do everything because we're orphans and we don't have a father who loves us. And so we start trying to fend for ourselves, and you know that you'll always attract whatever information you need to fortify that original thought that you had. It'll just multiply. Well, there's another thing. I need to double down. Well, there's another thing. I need to work harder. There's another thing. I got to do more. There's another thing. You will eventually you know this this represents and we're going to go through some of these in a little while but this represents so many different ideas but really what this would look like was just about any of these and a thousand more this would have its own stronghold this one little prayer is pointless would have a thousand blocks to go with it so can you imagine you've got these 10 times bigger and you've got one for every thought that's contrary to the knowledge of God so you've got multiple strongholds that he's launching attacks from see because when you you start you start combining these together you got arrows coming from the right you got arrows coming from the left when he's when you got a stronghold over here, if I can't do this, and you got a stronghold over here, if prayer is pointless, and you're right in the middle of I can't do this and prayer is pointless, you're in a bad place. So each one of these would have just reiterated it. They will bring in whatever information they need to legitimize their existence. Unforgiveness will do that. Pride will do that. Anxiety will do that. Resentment will do that. Here's the worst thing we can possibly do is give our stronghold a virtuous name. That's the worst thing we can do. Give it a virtuous name. Prayer is pointless. Pointless. I've seen this, I'm just trying to take, I've already taken that one, but what's something we can give? I'm too weak, somehow we'll give that the virtuous name of humility, right? I'm just lowly, humble. For years, I think we thought in the church, the poorer you were, the weaker you were, the more spiritual you were. We didn't want anybody to have any money or have any prosperity or have any strength, right? I'm just holding on. I'm just getting by. I've messed up too much. See that? We give these things such spiritual names, right? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just so happy to be here. I don't deserve to be here. What? You deserve to be here because Jesus left heaven, came and redeemed you and brought you with him to be seated with him in heavenly places. And if you don't think you're supposed to be there, then you're not gonna possibly do what you're supposed to be doing there. So many things. Prayer's pointless. We would never say that. Right? Right? Man, you know, you can't just sit around and pray. Sometimes you got to work, which is true. But only you know if that statement for you is coming out of a stronghold of prayers pointless or not, or if it's coming out of a stronghold of, I know that prayer works. And because I know that prayer works and I have prayed, I'm now going to go put action with my faith and do work, Right? but only you know that, but we can give these things virtuous things. So it's bad enough if you've got these massive strongholds in your life, right? Eventually you start recognizing, you ever, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but you know, you get hit by darts and like, you don't have any idea where they're coming from. And you just keep thinking, life is just happening to me. Man, life is just, how, why does this always happen to me? You're blinded to this massive enemy fortress that is just sitting there throwing darts at you. are like, man, gosh, how, does, what, how in the world does this keep happening? I go to church every Sunday, and yet still this stuff is happening to me. I don't understand this. Well, you you got ma I mean, we got... 10 of them, we got 20 of them, we got hundreds of them, we got strongholds, we got fortified cities of the adversary inside of our heart and our mind that we have allowed to be set up through thought patterns that are corrupted. Nahum 1.7 says, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows those who take refuge in him. The Lord is good; a stronghold in the day of trouble. I uh, I thought we'd have some fun, Philip. You might want to get out from behind there. <laughs> Let me get myself ready here. we I figure I need bigger goggles for this. Rudy's freaking out, aren't you, because your drum's behind here. (laughs) About to find out how strong that drum shield is. Oh, my gloves don't work. I mean, fingers don't work with my gloves on. That's not good. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying, say, destroying. destroying, speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God, and we're taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We're destroying, say, destroying, destroying. 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 Look at everybody with your phones, destroying. What would the point of that be? <laughs> See, here's the thing. These blocks that these lies are attached to are thoughts. So it says we need to destroy strongholds, right? and we need to destroy speculations yeah. that exalt themselves we need to destroy the lies we need to destroy the strongholds so these are the thoughts but they're th- these are the lies and, but they're attached to our thoughts we lend agreement to them when we dwell on them think about them yeah. we don't need to destroy our ability to think i don't want to destroy thoughts yeah. i need to have thoughts but I need this stronghold to be gone. But if I bust that stronghold, what's going to be on the stage? A mess, but what? Nothing. Is there going to be a stronghold on the stage? But we need a stronghold. The Lord is a stronghold. I don't need nothing in my life. I don't need to live to not think bad ways. I need to live to be renewed. Not conformed, but transformed by the renewing of my mind. I can't just destroy this. See, what we want to do is put my goggles on and the anointed pastor is going to come in and he's going to bring a word and he's going to lay his hands on us and we're going to fall on the floor and we're never going to have a bad thought again. It doesn't work that way. A lot of people want you to think it works that way so that you'll worship me, but it doesn't work that way. I can't change the way that you think. I can give you tools to help you change the way that you think. I can try to illuminate wrong thought patterns. I can try to bring attention to it in your mind. But literally, that culmination of everybody wanting to see me bust this, that is what we have made. Freedom. We've made it these Massive, sensational, stronghold tearing down services and experiences and encounters. The Bible says if you cast out a demon and you sweep and clean the house, but you don't fill the house, occupy the house, that demon will come back with seven of his buddies. So I don't want to just tear down stuff. I don't want to just, see, see, what happens is our weapons are not carnal. Our weapons are not flesh. But when we make sensationalism our weapon, that's carnal. And the only way that it'll work is if you keep being sensational and you keep being in the right atmosphere. There are people that are in the most amazing atmospheres in the world that are so immature. They have no firm foundation and no root. Because they just constantly are feeding off of the anointing of someone else and the power of someone else. And they they never let anything grow in them. They never let a foundation be built in them. We just go in, whoo, boy, we have one today. Whoo, man. Pastor didn't even preach today. That's awesome. I hope that excitement over not hearing the word is going to make it last for you. Hey, I'm not saying that that's never an awesome thing, but it's not a thing to be celebrated or somehow to make the service more spiritual. Because I tell you what, the only thing that's going to replace this is the word of God. The only thing that's going to p- replace this and build a firm stronghold in your life. Can you imagine if that's what the enemy can do in strongholds? How badly do you need strongholds built in your life based, based on truth? Yes. 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 I want to be surrounded by strongholds of truth. I want to be, you know, when, when, a, when these little lies come floating by, I'm not going to build a stronghold for it. I'm just going to hold it up. And one of those strongholds is going to send an arrow out. I don't know. That's just the way I think. We got that one. I want nothing to be able to survive, nothing to be able to attach to me because I'm so boxed in by the stronghold of my faith that's built firm on the word of God and experience with him. Is there a place for an encounter? Absolutely. But encounter always takes you back to the word. Encounters amazing. Services without preaching, they're amazing. They're amazing, okay? It's awesome. Times of extended worship are awesome. God can do things in those moments that you can never experience any other way. We don't just get in rooms and read our Bible all day. We need to encounter the presence of God. But it will always take us back to the word of God. There is no separation between God and his word. There's no separation between the Holy Spirit and his word. There's no separation between encounter and his word. So we can be encounter junkies. Sensational junkies. I wanted to do this. This would be so much fun. And a lot of times it's more fun to do it that way. You know what's not very fun? Work. Methodical. Prayer is pointless. This is a lie. God, tell me the truth. Take every thought. That's a lie. Prayer is pointless. That's a lie. I don't need a sensational sledgehammer to break it. That's a lie. I just destroyed speculations. I just destroyed a speculation. But this thought is powerful. So I need to take this thought, throw it down with force at the feet of Jesus, taking every thought captive. See, why? Well, I don't want to waste them. I don't want to destroy them. I want to make them captive. See a picture of an army taking an enemy combatant captive and then making that captain, that captive, flip. See, I want to make my, my thoughts transform. I want to I make thoughts that used to be attached to lies be attached to truth and build strongholds of truth in my life. Prayer is not pointless. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believing that you have received it, it will be yours. Prayer is important. I want to build my life around this truth. And just like I said, each one of these would represent its own stronghold. I want to build a whole stronghold on prayer. I want to build a fortress in my life on prayer and prayer alone. Prayer is mighty, prayer is powerful. I can't do this. That's a lie. But you know what, Thought? I'll take you, come with me. You get right here. Bow down at the feet of Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My mistakes have ruined my life. That's a lie. My mistakes haven't ruined my life. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Forever. Forever. I will never have enough. That's a lie. I will never have enough. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. I will have enough. I will not lack. I will have more than enough. I have to provide for myself. No, I don't have to provide for myself. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will be abound in every good work. I don't have to provide for myself. See, I'm getting out of breath with the work. I've messed up too much. All things work together. My mess-ups will work together. Everything's going to work together. I'm not disqualified. All things will work together. I'm too weak. I'm too weak. Hey, don't give me a hard time, bro. (laughs) He gives strength to the weary and increase to the power of the weak. I'm not too weak. He gives strength to me. He gives increase. God doesn't keep his word. That is a lie. I'm destroying speculations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Sovereign Lord, you are God. Your covenant is trustworthy. And you have promised these good things to your servant. His covenant is trustworthy. I'm not gonna survive this. This thing's gonna take me out. That's a lie, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you, and when you pass through the rivers, they will sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. You're gonna survive. I am powerless. You're not powerless, that's a lie. That's a speculation. My weapons are mighty for the pulling down of strongholds. I'm afraid. Pull it off my shoe, Phil. I'm afraid. I'm a fearful person. You're not a fearful person. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. God wants me sick. Anybody believe that lie? God wants me sick. He's teaching me a lesson. That's a lie. He Himself carried our sins in His body on the cross so that we would be dead to sin and live for righteousness, our instant healing flowed from his wounding I can't be free anybody believe that I'll never be free this is just who I am that's a lie that is a lie For he smashed through heavy prison doors and shattered the steel bars that held us back just to set us free. That's what he did. That's what I'm gonna wrap my thoughts. Thought, believe that. Thought, be a block in a stronghold for the truth in my life. Philip, you're doing a bad job. Get down. Oh my goodness. I am lost I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. You're not lost. I see you. I'm with you. I'm leading you. I'm counseling you. You're not lost. You're right where I want you. You're in my hand. Following Jesus is just too hard. Here's a good one. God is not good. That's what God has in this mess to start with. You'll not surely die. God just doesn't want you to be like him. He's jealous. He doesn't want what's best for you. He wants to hold you back. Which of you, if your sons ask you for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks you, we'll fish, we'll give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good good gifts to those who ask him? He's a good father, he's a loving father. Quit believing a lie. God is not listening. You know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. I am alone. Anybody believe that lie? Anybody believe anybody ever believe this lie? Come on, anybody believe this lie right now? Come on, this is going to take some faith. Anybody believe this lie right now? Anybody lonely right now? Come on, let me see somebody's hand. you lonely right now? Come up here. Let me give you the honor of this. What are you going to do with that? There you go. There you go. Come on, let me tell you something. He goes before you and he is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You are not alone. You are not alone. See, I was hesitant. I didn't want to bust him. I was hesitant to even do this because this, even in itself, is so cliché. Like a one hit wonder. Oh, you feel alone? Here, Deuteronomy 31 8, that'll fix it. Take two of those and call me in the morning. Right? Let me pull each one of those blocks over here. Turn around, we got a Bible verse. That'll do it. Isn't that stupid? Not the word's not stupid, but it's stupid to believe you can have a verse and it'll change everything and you won't ever have to do any more digging. See, every one of these, if I felt like I was alone, I wouldn't be just looking at Deuteronomy 31.8. I'd be finding every song that talks about how he's with me. I'd be, talk- I'd be finding every worship chorus <laughs> that says I'm not alone. I'd be finding every word. I'd be asking every friend to send me something. I would be absolutely surrounding myself with the truth that I'm not alone. That's how we build a stronghold. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. Look at this now what I can do. Man, I don't know why I keep getting hit with stuff. I can't wait till one day we're saying, man, I hadn't realized this, but I hadn't got hit by an arrow in three months. The things that used to send me into a tizzy and I'd take seven days to re- recover, that hasn't been happening to me. I didn't even realize that. I've not been emotional as I used to be. I've not been racked with anxiety like I, my dog's doing better. My turtle's starting to feel better. My cat's only hadn't used any more of its nine lives. I'm doing good. Come on. That's that holy, holy, holy. Whoa, what's going on? Holy, I'm getting more complete and less lacking. I'm getting more complete and less lacking. Man, I don't even know what happened. I can't remember the last time that I've sat around and thought about how lonely I was. I, hadn't, I can't remember the last time that I let that thought consume me and built a stronghold in my life. Because I've been tucked under. I've been shielded and I've been guarded. I've built a stronghold in my life for the truth. What do you want to protect? What do you want to protect? What do you want to live and what do you want to thrive in your life? Lies of the truth. Tearing down strongholds. Destroying speculations and thoughts. Not thoughts, I'm sorry. Destroying speculations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of Christ. Taking thoughts captive. Thoughts are the only thing that we don't destroy. We need thoughts because thoughts are powerful when they're redeemed. So strongholds are built out of corrupted thought processes. Strongholds of truth are built by redeemed thought processes. Don't look at problems without a redemptive solution. Focus on the redemptive solution and make your problem bow at its feet build a stronghold of truth. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. the righteous run into it and are safe. The character of God is a tower of strength. That's Proverbs 18:10, the passage it says, the character of God is a tower of strength. For the lovers of God delight to run into his heart and be exalted on high. See, here's what we got to do Psalm 139, verse 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts, and see if there be any hurtful way in me, and lead me in the truth everlasting. The passion says, O God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through all of my anxious cares. See if there's any path of pain I'm walking on. God, see if I'm walking on a path of pain. Because I keep finding myself in pain. Could you please search me and see if I'm actually walking on the path of pain? Lead me back to your glorious, everlasting ways. What does that mean? Not pain. The path that brings me back to you. Search me, God. Look, can somebody come play this morning? Oh, I didn't see him moving at first. I was like, oh, never mind. Guess not. (laughs) thanks for asking (laughs) stand up with me guys if you will I know that was such a tease y'all wanted to see something get broken I do too I do too and hopefully doing it this way instead of the other way will make something really get broken in your life maybe illustrating it this way instead of the other way will encourage you and challenge you to put in the work to take those thoughts captive and make them obedient Thoughts you think obedient to Christ. You think Christ thoughts. You think redemptive thoughts. I hope that one of these hits every person in this room, at least. There's so many more. These are so obvious lies. Prayer is pointless. Psh. This is impossible. Psh. We know God; nothing's impossible. He'll take impossibilities and make a memory. But it's different to have knowledge and really believe. Completely different. It can't just be your theology. Right, right. It's got to be your reality. Theology is great when you're talking theology with somebody. Theology doesn't work out so great when you're hitting the face. Yeah. Theology—that's a good saying. Theology is great till you get punched in the mouth. When you get punched in the mouth, it's going to matter more. I just had a, I was just trying to go somewhere with an analogy because I just, I'm always about analogies and it's not good. (laughs) It's going to matter more about what you know than what you just know. Some trust in horses, horiots. The more I mess up, the worse it gets because, see, that's putting two words together. It's me thinking ahead to the next word. I'm so nervous I'm going to say the word wrong, right? Actually, I don't, it's a lie. I, don't, I wasn't thinking about anything. So. Some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, some trust in harriots. It's. That's a whole other thing. Self deprecated up here. It's going to matter what you know. In that moment, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's going to come out when you get squeezed, what's going to come out when you get pressed is going to be what you have built a stronghold for in your heart. Not just a thought. Thought, man, having one thought, I'm alone, that's not a stronghold. But letting a pattern of thought that you're alone, that's a stronghold. And you filter every other thing through that stronghold. You filter every relationship through it. You filter every outreached hand that someone gives you through it. Somebody, they have to have an angle. They have to have something going on because I'm alone. So I can't just not be alone. There has to be something going on. We filter everything through those lies and through those strongholds. name 1-7, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. Steadfast mind are those who trust in him. Peace is their portion. I challenge you this week. I mean, you can come down here, I'll pray for you. I believe in prayer I believe in deliverance I believe in instantaneous demolishing of strongholds I believe in all of that but you got to build something still no matter what we're able to tear down I can't impart a stronghold into you of faith you got to build that for yourself because I had to build it for myself and nobody could give it to me I wish they could I wish I could here, now you'll believe God. Now you'll trust God. Now you'll build your life on this truth. Can't do that. Prayer team, if you'll come. I just want you to be available if somebody wants prayer today. It's a good start. It's a good start to tear down a stronghold. Today, I think we take them down and then we put them in jail, take them captive, and then we retrain them. Takes time to turn an enemy combatant, doesn't it? Takes time to get that mind transformed, but let's at least take it down from being a stronghold and let's take those thoughts captive and let's put them in jail and say, we're gonna work with you every day. We're going to work with you every day. We're going to transform you. And you're going to be a weapon in God's hand in my life. A weapon of truth. Anybody get blindsided? Don't know where it comes from? Can we just pray this verse that we've read right now, right where you're at? Search me, O God. Know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any hurtful way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting he's not just wanting to know if you're if there's a hurtful way if you're acting a hurtful way no it's the path of pain it's not just i want to treat other people better god am i is there something in my life that's causing pain reoccurring pain you just ask him right now is there anything in my heart that's causing reoccurring pain do I have strongholds established in my life from corrupt thought processes built on lies built on speculations and things that have been exalted against the knowledge of who you are right now as you expose those anxious thoughts to me, as you expose those fortified dwelling places for the demonic in my life, as you expose those places to me right now, I just break covenant with those lies with my thoughts. I just break covenant with lies with my thoughts right now. That's a lie. Recognize the lie right now. That's how you break covenant. You just start out by saying that's a lie. See, that's a that's using that thought differently. Come on, every lie right now, just let it be exposed and break covenant with it. Just start out by saying that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. God will you teach us Holy Spirit will you lead me into all truth Holy Spirit will you encourage my heart Holy Spirit will you remind me of Jesus will you remind me who he is will you remind me what he does will you remind me what he says will you remind me of the truth Of the way That leads to life And hope and health And fullness I commit myself to you I surrender myself to you I want to co-labor with you To build a stronghold In my life I commit my time I commit my energy I commit my effort I commit my habits. I commit discipline. I commit to co-labor with you to build a stronghold in my life. Somebody today, it's going to take some constraint. We don't even like these words, but it takes constraint. When Jesus took the disciples on a boat to go into a storm so that he could build a stronghold in their life that he was the one who even the wind and the waves obeyed. Do you understand? He was building a stronghold for them that you can sleep in a storm. But to get out there, to build that stronghold to them, the Bible says that he constrained his disciples and got them on a boat. Sometimes we're resisting the constraints and he's trying to build a stronghold in our life. So I just submit, if you want me to get on a boat this week, I'll get on a boat. If you want me to spend specific time in my word, I'll spend specific time in my word. If you want me to consume, if you want me to worship, if you want me to dwell in your presence, Lord, would you just partner with me as I make myself available? I submit my every day. I submit my life to my reasonable act of worship so that I would not be conformed but be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Will you take my life? Will you take every part? And will you meet me in my sacrifice and my constraint and my obedience? And will you labor with me to build a stronghold in my life that I can hide in and I can run to and I can dwell in free of pain free of turmoil free of chaos I'll have a steadfast mind and peace will be my portion in Jesus name If anybody wants prayer, prayer team is here. Any specific need in your life, you want prayer. We want to be available to pray with you and agree with you. Such a powerful opportunity that you have every week to agree with someone in prayer and to be prayed for. So we're available to pray. If not, you're dismissed. We love you. Can't wait to see you next week. Can't wait to check out your new stronghold next week. Come on in here and show it off. Tell us what God, you and God built together. Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Redemption Life Church. Be sure to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Redemption Life.